the Recruitment Rollercoaster Podcast. My name is Hisham Azuz and today I'm joined by Ryan from LND Recruitment. Got it right the second time. Um, Ryan, thank you for coming into the studio, mate. Cheers, mate. Took taking a bit of time to get here, haven't we? But we're, we're here now. Um, so, where I always like to start... So, how long have you been in recruitment for? Nearly the, yeah, coming up to seven, seven years. Seven years, wicked. Okay, cool. So... Firstly, I know we sort of chatted before and stuff, but what talk me through how you ended up in recruitment. So you've been at the one agency for nearly seven years. Yes. Yeah, so that's that's first a great achievement, by the way. Yeah, no. Punishment as well. No, <laughs> yeah. no literally, so it was a weird one. I w- met the founder of LMD Recruitment, Leo, when I was about 15. Okay. And I wanted to be a hairdresser in like fashion or something yeah. like that. I just met with him. You look the part, mate. Yeah, mate. You he, look pretty funky. He's a cool guy as well. And we just clicked and he was like, you've got to come work with me. Nice. So during six uh, six formats, six weeks holidays, half term, yeah. I went and worked with him. Wicked. Um, and just absolutely clicked with him, man. It was cool. We'd yeah, get yeah. a buzz off like sport and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. Before then, I'd done loads of work experience in different things. And I quite quickly realised I was crap at a lot of things. Yeah, yeah. You know, couldn't do anything handy. Couldn't do anything yeah. manual. And I'm the just, same. Yeah, it was just the right fit for me. And so how? So how did you? So when you're 15, how did you? How did you meet him then? He's married to my cousin. Um, yeah. Oh right. Okay. So it's through. Yeah. Family, so yeah. they were just seeing each other at the time. And I got to admit, we just got along really well. And he was like, "No, I've got to come work with me." Did Class. a bit of work experience, and it was just. You, know, you actually wanted yeah, to stay yeah, in there and just all the people you're meeting yeah, it's yeah. just like so ever since then like you stayed there basically yeah oh. well he wouldn't hire me straight away I had to go away and get some sales experience nice. so I worked for Trinity Mirror digital recruitment okay. I sold recruitment advertising was awesome uh, it's cool just speaking to loads of different recruiters because I was yeah, selling yeah, to yeah. retcons and nice. get a feel of the ones that you like and you don't like and the ones yeah. that have got loads of personality the ones that are memorable so yeah, it's a good yeah. little copy and paste exercise really yeah, yeah I like that okay cool that, that's really interesting um, so has that guy been a bit of a mentor for you then yeah he's a legend up do his head in and vice versa he's yeah, like big course. brother syndrome but yeah it's nice with two very different kind of recruiters but it's good it's a bit yeah. of a sound that, that's, that's what I absolutely love about it though right like there's no there's not like the perfect recruiter like everyone has their own spin on there which is super super cool yeah he's like super process driven and brilliant really? that side. I'm a bit crazy <laughs> but it, it works you know I've got yeah, all these yeah, new yeah. kind of ideas when it comes to social media and stuff like yeah, that yeah, he's wicked. the process king so yeah it just clicks love that so um, talk to me a bit about so what what was your? Did you have any sort of perception of recruitment then? Did you build up a bit of perception after you were selling to them? As yeah, you know, it was. It was just I think a lot of people copy and paste and do it the exactly same way, and it's mm. very hard to actually deviate different recruiters from different agencies, mm. and it all just seemed a bit same. For sure. So when I came, what, what what sort of did you feel like was the same though? What what like just a bit very sensible, very dry, very bit questionnaire process yeah, driven, yeah, yeah, and yeah. treating candidates like the commodities, not people. For sure. Um, Definitely. I, was, I just wanted to play around with it, get to know people if they love you then yeah. you'll obviously the clients will love you and, and just be a bit more fresh with it really yeah, but yeah. yeah and just we're not in a rush to fill jobs and stuff like that I think everything is just they want to do it so quickly Yeah. and um, where we're very much a service it's all about yeah, getting to know yeah, the people yeah, the personalities sure. and we do things a lot more in the coaching aspects as well you know it's not just about sending people to a job if we do get them there mm. holding their hand every step of the way really I'm a yeah. bit of a geek and love selling and I love all our clients that we work with so yeah, if we yeah. have to write them scripts or give them presentation advice yeah. or coaching through that that's the kind of stuff we click with class so you, you, you've you really sort of taken the approach of give as much value as possible right yeah just a bit more of a boutique if not why would you use us we're a small guy as well. yeah, you know, yeah, you'd yeah. want to work with us because we know your business inside out but also from a candidate point of view we'll help you every step of the yeah, way for sure um, I think that's the way the agency market will go eventually. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent, mate. I think um, so. I joined an agency of I think when I joined, there was about eight people. Um, so it was again, great word boutique, and that was very much what that means is that we really put service first. Mm. That's why we exist. That's why we can charge. That's why we can up our fees. 
that's why candidates will only choose to work with us and stuff like that. Yep. But I think, uh, no, I love what you said there because I think you're, you're right. Like, I'm sure there's a lot of recruiters out there. Maybe, I don't know, the, the, the environment that they're in and stuff, but f- to sort of register a candidate, for that to be a tick box exercise, for me, is not the right approach. You know what I mean? Just yeah. to, right, okay, I've got a candidate on the phone, so that means I've got to go through these questions. Okay, I'm done. And I know I've spoken to a lot of can- I remember speaking to a lot of candidates and... For me, it was very much to understand the person. Mm-hmm. That that was always my goal. Um, and I do, I, as I'm sure you do, oh, so have you spoken to any other recruiter? Da, da, da. Yeah, yeah, okay, so what was that like? Oh, well, basically it was pretty much I got questioned, that was it. Yeah. But do, do you know what I mean? That Obviously, you can find out, obviously, their skills and what they've been doing. But I think when the recruiters that will survive over the long period um, are the ones that, as you said, approach it in a way that you really want to understand that person, you want to get to know them. And again, mm-hmm. as you said, actually give value as opposed to just making a tip box exercise of getting to know them. Yeah, it's been nice. Like we get, uh, well, obviously coming up to seven years now as yeah. well, clients will use me a lot more to soundboard about how they should be positioning themselves. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. We've got to that stage now we can actually truly consult. It's actually the same with our clients, uh, candidates. And yeah. that's the thing about it as well. Like it's such a specialised in sales. I'm going to stay within the same market. You know, mm. sales execs will become sales managers. So you need 100%. to offer them it's a long time game isn't it yeah exactly so what so when you um it was interesting to sort of um talk a bit more about what you said so you said you had some really cool ideas and people were doing it the same bit dry and all that so did sort of um selling to recruitment companies etc the marketing piece and seeing what they were doing did it give you ideas as to how you didn't want to do it sort of thing not really. Like everyone's got a different flavour. Some people yeah. might be a little bit more sensible because they want to attract more sensible clientele. Yeah, for yeah, example, yeah. I'd, I'm lucky because I recruit in the media and creative field. I see all these companies position themselves brilliantly to attract clients. Yeah, yeah. But they don't do it to attract. Talent. <laughs> so when yeah, you kind yeah, of flip yeah. it, you like you're doing all this work to make your brand look sexy. But when you go on your career page, so dull. Oh, you look God. at the dreaded job spec and like that's the biggest part yeah. of your business, and mm. that's the kind of stuff where we can add value in and kind mm. of copy and paste what they do on a business level yeah, and yeah, flipping yeah. it to recruit. So how would you do that? Do you give them advice? So obviously, surely that isn't your job to do that, right? Do you give them advice as to yeah. they should invest some money into it or whatever? No, like from our point of view, we don't give out their job specs. We'll, re- we'll redo a job spec and we'll do a video one to give them more of an overview, nice. be a bit more playful with it. Because look, if you're getting so many specs about potential roles from an oh, agency and you've got a video... so bad. Exactly. Well, you've got a video with me going, look, this is what I love about it and this is what mm. you've been doing. This how long do you do that for them? With our key clients, we'll just do it straight away. A new job come in, video. But have you always done that? Cause no, it's yeah. only So been, when did that start? I was a pussy for about a year. Yeah. I was thinking about it for about two years, and it's only been the last five months. Oh, well, okay, it very was, recent. Was, so that's what I mean, because that would be an alien to a lot of people, right? Yeah, it was doing weird, that. weird, though. Like Even last month, every single job we filled was via a video response. Whoa. Yeah, what was completely... Whoa, wait, say that again. So every... Every placement we made last month was via a response to one of our videos. Fucking hell. That, that is fucking that look that is super that is so valuable for people to know because people will your competitors will look at and go what the fuck is he doing yeah and it's the weird one as well it's most of the time them calling not about the actual video that i put on they're like oh, i really like the content you got anything else on it actually there you go. we have and it's just it's a bit a of a rickety style no it just stands out but it's yeah. a hard thing to do i hate my voice it's squeaky Dude. and, and oh, you take back yeah but you're making to... money though mate yeah but <laughs> you, you just expect oh, i'll post a video and get like loads of abuse yeah, yeah <laughs> and yeah, actually yeah. you know it's quite nice Dude, the thing is though mate and i experienced this um I've only I've done minimal like public talking now. What I do want to do more, but I remember before I left my recruitment job, had this networking event, this sort of annual event in my industry insurance, and um, it's sort of a big thing. We sponsored it and all that, and part of the deal was like for me to or for one of our guys um, to do sort of a, a talk um, yeah. or like to announce the award that we sponsored. But it, it like I had to basically do a, 
it wasn't a public tour because I had the sort of scripts in front of me, but it was like a double-sided A4. Yeah, and it was in front... Oh, mate, it was, <laughs> it was in front of like two, 200 plus people all in my market. And um, yeah, my director was on holiday and it just worked out that even though I was um, pretty much leaving like the week after, I was like, obviously I'll do that for you, mate. Like, I'm not, mm. I'm not a knobhead. And um, what the reason why I'm saying this story is because e- even if you did absolutely terrible at that or I did terrible at that, people respect the fact you got up there and did it. Yeah. So the fact that you're willing to be going in front of the camera, I know it's very easy to comment on there and go, haha, like you look like a mug or whatever. Yeah. But honestly, there'll be more posit- positivity than there would be negativity. This is what I used to tell my colleagues because when I first come up with the idea of let's start doing videos, da da da, firstly the thing straight away was Hisham, how's that going to make me more money? More money. Yep. I said, it's a long time game, exactly the same as a recruitment desk, like, exactly the same. Um, and secondly, like there was like super conscious, self-conscious about how they're going to look. And I get it, when you're a recruit, you don't, you don't look like a knobhead. In mm. front, do you know what I mean? You're very shit, what if my client sees this, etc. But, the fact that you're choosing to do it, people respect it more, and in my opinion. I think recruiters always try to be too sensible and try to be the brightest guy in the room exactly. the time. Just a bit of normality, have a chat, mm. give an overview, stands, yeah. you know, puts you in a really good position. Yeah. Even with you guys, before you even spoke to you, kind of get a feel for yeah. how you should shape the call because you know what you like, you know exactly. your personality. So now, definitely think that's the way to go. And also, it's having... It's weird. It's actually flipping the type of people that we're trying to attract to ourselves. Mm. What you know, does that mean, sorry? You know, when you're trying to recruit before, with the question you asked, how do you feel about being on video? Yeah. That would never come up in a <laughs> recruitment interview, but yeah, now it's yeah, actually yeah. one of the first things we ask. Really? Yeah, look, if we want to put, this is the way we're going to shape our agency. Yeah, 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 yeah. Are you comfortable doing a video? And it's hard. Tommy works for me now. I've had to push him in front of a camera and stuff like He hated it, but actually. He's done it now. Yeah, he's straight away. I think he got like four times the amount of normal views on LinkedIn. He was like, it, it works. But it's, so how do you, so yeah, this, this is interesting because I know there'll be a lot of people out there. So firstly, like, what was the moment where you just started? Because there'll be a lot of people who felt the exact same as you. Like, they're too scared to get in front of it. And obviously, for me, you're better off just starting. If that means you start writing more, doing more, whatever. But how, what, how did you start? Like, what was the moment where you like, fuck it, I need to do it? Got back from holiday, and I was like, the whole time on holiday, I was still thinking about it. <laughs> really? Sad, but, you know, you can't keep saying, oh, we do things differently when actually using the same methods as everyone else. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah. like, I've been thinking about it for years. I've just got to take a plunge and just okay. do it at weird times. So hopefully no one sees it. <laughs> it was nice. So many people sent a nice message. And, things, and then you just thought, actually, why am I going to send 100 messages on LinkedIn when I can post one video and I'll get better traction? If I'm a, I like cheating. It's the laziest yeah, way yeah, to do course, things. Yeah, of course, of so, course. Yeah, just... So it was basically a mixture of... Fucking hell, Ryan! I've been thinking about this for ages. Like, just do it. Like, it's basically practicing what you preach, right? You said you probably say to people on a daily basis, "Yeah, we're we're different here. We value service." Da, da, da. And then he's like, "Oh shit! Now get that video, get yeah, that camera away it's from nice. me." Nice. Actually, be now to go to a client meeting and getting a laptop in front and go, "Well, look here, the difference of the views and stuff like that." And nice actually, class. we've been seen as more of a social media agency yeah, as well yeah, as yeah. so. It's look, it's just combining more services to it, really, because I okay. think. Just sending over CVs don't work enough. People yeah, want more. Yeah. They want more value. They Without want to be coached. They want to be advised. They want yeah. to be, have a lot of help when it comes to their marketing. So I think that's where boutiques are really well positioned. Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, look, I think the whole transactional piece I spoke about a few times on here, but like they're they're gonna they're gonna people are gonna be struggling when, when yeah. certain tech comes out and all that, right? And you know, is we've got no excuses. We're a small agency. It's like if we want to mm. change strategy overnight, done. You know, we that's can't true. really are. We've got a trainer fifty eight. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Four of us in a meeting room, we're done. You yeah, know, so yeah, yeah. we've got no excuses, and let's mm. try the narrow list. The cool thing about video, for example, it's free. If it goes exactly. wrong, it goes wrong. Just That's give it the a thing go. as well. So, what, um, 
what I was going to say. So you you talked about the sort of return on investment it's had. So what would your advice be? Do you how do you do the videos, Andrew? So you do iPhone or yeah, iPhone. We've looked at you know companies like Odro and yeah, stuff. Yeah, that yeah. Do vi- I think video just keep it short, sweet, and yeah, yeah. Use your it's iPhone, yeah. Yeah, it's that's nothing, what I say. Look, what it's nothing to too sophisticated. You can take a three, four minute video. It's fine. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Like you know your clients inside out. You can talk about them. I think as soon as you think you're talking to a camera, that's when you're like. Yeah. Uh, do you only do it about jobs then? No, clients, interview tips, feedback, nice. weeks. Try and, that's the hardest thing. Because like. that, that, that would be my advice. Like, because yeah. when I first um, when I first met Sean, who I work for now, basically how it all happened was I want to start investing in my personal brand. Was I just saw the opportunity? So. Uh, same as you worked for a boutique agency and I genuinely really believed in the service that I provided Mm. and I I thought I was better than my competitors without a doubt so why would I not want to shout about that online and I looked at my competitors before I pulled my director aside and I I said to him look we've got a huge opportunity here oh why is that well every single one of our competitors all they do is use another social media channel to um, spam people with new jobs Mm -hmm. so that that would be my my, that would be my only advice like don't just um, use video just to talk about your new jobs like it's got to be more than that like you said like you do so much more than that yeah i think my first one was how like recruitment agencies are the perfect influencers you know how what you should actually be getting from an agency if you're Mm. paying rather than just sending cv so it's been more of an educational piece yeah uh, yeah. just putting out there actually how we do and then and then and then 100 sprinkle that with the new jobs and stuff like that so then you don't look like just the bog standard guy who just all all you want is um, give me something in return give me something in return do you get what i mean yeah we've got a weird saying in the office like your desk is like your shop and you've got to get people to the shop but if they go into the shop there needs to be stuff in it so it's a conversation that's Okay. education about our roles and stuff like that cool. so. i like that mate yeah <laughs> so um i'm always interested to ask people this because um from my experience like the first 12 months fucking difficult how, how were your first 12 months in recruitment horrible um, <laughs> no, <laughs> i love that you know it's awesome i was so lucky because i got into it at 19 let's okay. be honest if it doesn't I, and i say this to those people see it's a two-year you know apprenticeship you've got to yeah, be that. ready to get beaten a little bit yeah. and I always had the arrogance that this is something I really enjoy but actually I can do it so I was never in a rush to earn 100k yeah, you know yeah, and yeah. I think that's probably one of the things you know I remember my first interview with a recruitment agency and they're like cool when you earn 100 grand in your first year what car are you going to buy and I was oh. like that, that's not realistic I tell it to everyone it's probably you can see a little face drop it's yeah, like yeah. Be prepared for two years of yeah, hell yeah, but yeah. so do you say that in your interviews yeah because yeah. Look, you know it is there's going to be ups there's going to be downs yeah. but I generally love the actual process in recruitment quite but you've so. got to love the process otherwise you're not going to stick around if not I would have done something else yeah exactly done, I could have gone into any other industry that's what I mean no I think you're completely <laughs> right that, that was one of the main reasons why I started doing a blog and then also this because it's actually uncovering what the hell goes on in recruitment right because it's so i've spoken to so many people now where recruitment literally changed their life and it completely Mm. changed the course of their life um but the sort of um the context or what people share prior to them thinking about it is like i i had it the same when i was starting to interview they're like people telling me i'm gonna earn sort of 50 60 80k my first year and the agency i joined sat down um with the director and he's like yeah so how much do you think you're gonna earn in your first year i was like oh well people have been telling me 50 60 80 grand he's like yeah that's not gonna happen yeah <laughs> do you know what i mean but that that's that's fact so do, do you know what i mean so i think that's important to actually be honest about that and really focus on the learning piece right yeah it's weird like we kind of did year one just learn how to recruit by the end of it and mm. make sure let's be honest if you get to kind of two years in recruitment you're probably going to build a career out mm. of it and then the first year is learning how to do it and the second year is mm. working out who you want to work with and you get nice, in a I position like where you can stop dropping clients and bringing on mm. new ones but 
yeah, it's tough. You well, know? Yeah. Well, what advice would you give to those sort of in their, in those first twelve who are in those first twelve months then? Patience. You know, if you yeah, come, it's love weird. That. I was a salesperson before. If you come out with a salesperson mentality, oh, I've got a week left in a yeah. month. I'm going to make. You can't do that. You know, no one's yeah. going to jump and leave job early because you got a hit commission at the yeah. end of the month. So I like just that. play the long game. Think about the quarter and just if things go wrong. That's what I love about recruitment. Everything's your fault. You know, you're in control of everything. If you don't like your candidates, change them. If you're not offering the right service to your candidates, yeah, yeah. change it. If your clients are boring, get new ones. You're if well, like you I said, it's your own shop, right? Yeah, you can always, you know, change up. It's your problem. Yeah, and that's what yeah, I kind of yeah. like about it. You just need to be really honest. And I'm, I'll say what I'm bad at every day of the week and stuff. And yeah, that's no, I, I love like that, mate. It. No, I, <laughs> the thing is, like, to wrap that up, I think solid advice. Like for me, I, I've wrote, wrote about this a lot. And yeah, it's patience. Like recruitment is a long game. Mm. Like fucking anything. Like anything in life is. If like it's this whole huge thing now about instant gratification and stuff like that. But yeah. ge- genuinely, if you put in the work and and you are patient, it, the, like you're seven years down the line, I'm sure you're reaping the rewards of your fucking hard work in those first two years, right? Yeah, and uh, personal branding as well. Like you kind of. The biggest advice I'd give to someone is think, cool, why would someone use me as a client? Nice. Why would someone use And then that kind of gives you that kick up the bum. I'm actually going, I might mm. not earn more than that guy, but I guarantee my candidates like me more than him. And actually, nice, that's nice. that's my unique selling point and play on that rather than just chasing what everyone else is doing because everyone lies about figures and stuff uh, like that. And what, in, what as in like what they're doing? And yeah, doing that, you know, yeah. I've always just done cool, you know, let's not be distracted by other people. Actually, do my clients love me or what do I do differently? Yeah, and, what, yeah. and kind of play on that. And that's that, that's what that's what for me, that's what really. When you get that like solid feedback from a client, or like, and they actually appreciate what you're doing, that means oh, butterflies. The, yeah, literally, <laughs> like that. Like that's what I mean. Like, yeah, no, I, I think that's solid advice, mate. And um, yeah, so what? Talk to me about personal branding, then. Like, what? What's your views on that? Because obviously, as you know, I'm big on that. But you know, what? You know, it is over. Just so such competitive landscape. Why would someone use you? Yeah. You know, whether you're just an really expert. think about that. Yeah, whether you're an expert in the field or let's be honest, just a bit of personality. Like it's. Mm. You could probably straight away, if I was getting on the market, you probably know 10 people are permanently in front of you, but it's the guy you warm to most or the mm. one who's got the best recommendations or referrals and yeah, yeah. kind of treat you like your own brand. You know, with this trust part that's huge at the moment for businesses. So why aren't you going away and looking at reviews for your own LinkedIn profile and stuff yeah, like yeah, that yeah. or just doing things differently, you know, um, with our sort of stuff, you know, it's all about just being a bit more playful with it. You know, we're yeah. not in a rush getting to know your candidates inside out, getting them to refer you, working yeah, off yeah, massively yeah. off recommendations and stuff like that. That's how people are going to buy into you straight away because you're not just some stranger calling them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you placed my mate and you said you're awesome. Perfect. The process yeah, yeah, is now yeah, a lot yeah. easier. Well, I think sometimes I, I, I worked in that environment but obviously there's always an element of like, yeah, Ryan, you've got to hit your figures or like, do you know what I mean? So there's always, I feel like there's got to be a mixture of both, right? I mean, what, because there will be recruiters out there listening to this who aren't in that environment and yeah. they have got their manager saying, you've only sent two CVs this week or do you know what I mean? So you know, how do you try and balance that? It's weird, like, I'm not just saying it. When we do everything our way, we get more candidates than ever because it suits us. So I don't, don't okay. know why it's weird, you know, if we do our promotion right and we do our advertising the correct way and we do the videos and stuff like people just get drawn to us where... If you're trying to do the same methods as everyone else, you're probably, you know, messaging somebody who's got ten messages from the same <laughs> yeah, person and actually you just chasing and doing the same race as everyone else. Yeah. yeah um yeah. we're lucky as well as an agency, we're so job heavy, you know, with our clients. We, I think everyone is though. Yeah, right? exactly. So it's more a case of do things properly from a candidate attraction point of view. Mm. Um Is that has that always been has that been the mindset from like the senior guys in your business? Is it always sort of filtered down or is it did, does everyone just take that approach? Yeah, nothing too hippie, just you know, do what mm. makes money and actually Offering a good service and attracting the best talent makes you money. It's as simple yeah, as that. Yeah, yeah. Good candidates are always in demand. So how can you get more good candidates? Yeah, yeah I like that. Simple as that, really. Fair enough, it? mate. What I was going to say, so obviously seven years, long time, mate. <laughs> <laughs> how, um, 
how have you seen things change? So you got him when you was 19. Yeah. It was LinkedIn about then? Yeah, 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 it's still it. I think just the major change, just the internal recruitment models got bigger and bigger. Okay, so yeah, that's true. building that partnership where you're making their jobs easier true. is a big, As big opposed to working against them, yeah. Yeah, look, how can we improve your, you know, offer to placement ratio? How can we improve retention? How can we improve the way you're positioned in the market? That's massive at the moment, actually. Let's be honest, if you're an internal recruiter, you'll lean on your recruitment agencies as yeah, much as possible. Sure. So that education piece being more and more important. Um, and just let technologies get more... Mm more and more a pain in the bum it used to be you had three job boards they're all going to be there and that's <laughs> yeah, now yeah, yeah. It's, you actually need so to think places. as a marketer as well what's, yeah. let's be honest for sales guys it's hard to kind of drop that and think I could make 100 calls or actually I could think of one good marketing channel and that would probably generate more people Yeah, that's been a change in direction really yeah. how do you see, so how has that evolved then so do you see your do you see, literally see a 50-50 split right now or less or in, in what sense in terms of like being marketing yeah, and you know, you know what it is uh, probably every person that listens to this you could spend a day on a job board and get no one of any oh, real man, quality 100%. so cool rather than doing that for a day what can I do to stand out in the market do I do a Instagram referral piece or do I do a video yeah. or do I, it's it's weird because the traditional models you just can't go there anymore. <laughs> it's a nightmare. It's got there's so many yeah. options to choose from. Yeah, so you, it's you can still do it, but again, like what I always say is, it, you can't just rely on that. Yeah, what's well, a nightmare? Because you used to be able to <laughs> <laughs> post the job up, and it all comes yeah. here. So, weird. so for me, I never, pl- I never made a play, I never made a placement from posting a job online. Did you? Have you? Weird though, LinkedIn articles. LinkedIn articles. Articles used to work quite well. Now, really? No, no, what, so you used to post about jobs on LinkedIn articles? Yeah, and, and stuff get a decent, like, yeah. decent reply. More about, you know, what you're looking for and then spin. Yeah, that's nice. what used to work. Now, nothing off that. Um, what about job boards? Do you get much from job boards? From, we'll set up like watchdogs and stuff like that. So we get them candidates in and CV search. So, but mm. yeah, off a job ad, very, very rare. Yeah. But, weird as we're getting better relationships with our clients we're getting more kind of operation support based roles okay they're a little bit more receptive but good sales people you know they're getting 10 messages oh, a day man, so no that's the thing isn't it? Cause that's what i mean i, I never <laughs> made I, I remember i'd always like it's always part of the process i remember the first thing i learned is like right so we've got a job so first thing we do put up the job ad go through the database da, 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 all the normal stuff but the whole time i was in, in the industry two and a half years i didn't make one placement from, from a job ad i think i reckon my job ads were probably fucking pony well <laughs> gotta admit like that's something leo does really well every deal we do we say where's it come from oh nice and you look and actually go what's the point of even spending that's so important though that's so <laughs> important you, that if you're not if you anyone who's listening to this, if you don't track where the hell you're getting your candidate from or, uh, or where that is so fucking important i remember do a yearly review of my desk or whatever and I, I noted that yeah, yeah. I had an Excel spreadsheet whatever you need to fucking know that because then you know where to put your eggs in um, literally the what, whole yeah, day structure ripped up you know two hours on job boards in the morning that's gone to has it now. Yeah, it's we always be... did that I, I did that to a left yeah no literally looking at actually where I make money and all of a sudden you just completely tear Perfect. up and so over the, over, the, <laughs> over the not not I mean we're all about being honest here I mean in the last sort of two three years then where, where have you got the biggest return then LinkedIn yeah. yeah, definitely. LinkedIn, yeah, yeah. LinkedIn, but then even then, like, it gets... But not not through, sp- in ma- like, spamming loads of emails, just through your presence on no, LinkedIn, would you say? loads of messages, but bespoke messages and stuff yeah. like that, or referrals, but yeah, but then you just feel like you're spending all day on a keyboard, oh, what's man. hell? I found that so hard. <laughs> mate, like, I found that so hard, mate. Honestly, when I knew how important, like, dedicating X amount of time per week to LinkedIn was, because I, I could see yeah. the reward, and also, if I didn't do it, I could see what would happen. But f- I just like hell. I needed to speak to a human being. Yeah, no, it was hell. It's so, so hard. And then all of a sudden they, that stopped working because people, everyone jumped on it. Then we used to do the pictures with the boxes that got. It's just yeah. like it's just everyone jumps on it. Then you need to think of a new way and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, but yeah. 
you know, just been a bit more. Strategic. So where where do you see the uh, next seven years? Like, what 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 do you see changing, or where do you see the industry going for recruiters? Just being able to add a lot more value. Like yeah. I kind of mentioned at the beginning, we should be seen as consultants when it comes yeah. to positioning your brand. How you should, you know, like I mentioned on like career pages, mm. CVs, uh, job specs, they're awful. They need to be coached yeah, on that, sure. giving them advice about how their interview process should be. 100%. Staying in regular contact about actually who does work in your business, who doesn't, why do people leave, what's your sales process. Mm. It's nice at the moment because we're doing quite a bit on social selling. I've just brought into one of my key clients to teach them and they've changed their KPIs around what we've said. And oh, stuff. amazing. That's the kind of See, stuff See, that, that is what about. you're going to fucking be doing. Yeah. That's, that's, that's such good work. That's when I think it'll be a lot more retained and you get bigger fees because yeah, you're, you're sure. doing more than just here's a person. Exactly, exactly mate. And that, that's what, that again, that's what it comes down to. It's like what, I think you you said it a few times now, but how I started this whole personal brand thing is like you got to ask yourself good questions. Mm-hmm. If that's saying... What, what, why would people use me or what else can I do for my clients that maybe my competitors are not doing or how else can I communicate to my clients and clients and when you, are, when you ask yourself good quality questions like you've mentioned a few times yeah. that's when you come up with these ideas and that's when do, do you get what I mean the and weirdest that, one was a client was like you've done such a good job no one's leaving but how can we keep them for the next two years and we had to go away and look at ways that they yeah. could be developed and progress. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. That's a weird one for a recruiter. It's yeah, not <laughs> yeah, for sure. So, you no, know, that's the kind of but stuff. But still, though, I think, look, I think what, what you've done there is you're taking the value first approach, which I think I, I did that naturally. And I think, it, obviously, you have to speak about recruitment, but if you can not speak about recruitment, speak about those sorts of things, mm. how the, having the wider effect on the business, and if that has a positive effect, then they're, the, they're going to pick up your phone call when you do need them, when you do need a referral, or when they're going to want to come to you, right? It's, my, it's all about that. Yeah, my views have always been, all right, if I'm trying to fill a role and I can go, well, look, here's three guys I placed three years ago, they're sales managers now. That makes my job a lot easier. Exactly. So it's always that kind of long game. But yeah, it's weird. It will evolve, but I think it'll be a lot more in retained business and actually yeah, adding more value rather than... Do you do much retained? No, just... It's weird for a sales agency. The biggest thing for us was we always used to work with the big guys, and we still do. Yeah. But it's kind of do what you're told and just jump on the PSL. Where yeah, they still have the leverage. Yeah, exactly. Where it's getting to the stage now where the startups are actually tell us what you can do and what there we should go. do, and that will be spoke. Yeah, that really excites me because obviously doing things differently and taking different products and solutions yeah. to our market. It's always, it's always, always, it's always interesting with the bigger ones, isn't it? Because like you really want to work for them, but and then when you work for them, you're like fuck. The process, like, oh and the- mate, it, they, like it's just so, it's just crazy. I know. I'm thinking of clients now where, like, we're so happy when their PSL is great, and I made placements with them, but they don't fucking help themselves, do they? You know, it is. It'll be weird, yeah. Like, I think that will change, you know. I think it'll be weird because I've said into a lot of time, a few of the videos we've done, less people want to work for established businesses. In also for the yeah. next three years, I feel like that's shifting. Yeah, I think for the next three years, big companies going to have to do real education pieces about why people should want to join them. Yeah, despite it's no, it's no longer like. Yeah, the the sort of normal linear model of what people yeah no. like get a job with a big huge big corporate no company get a good pension <laughs> yeah exactly like the thing is like generally no one think not, not a lot less people think long term these days let's be honest millennials want to learn as much as possible as possible as quickly as possible exactly. they want to be in a weird studio they want to have like a yeah, cool culture yeah, yeah. They w- so I think big established That'd companies be yeah they need to adapt what what do you think would be the biggest like I I didn't do any retained search so like just, just be interested like I don't know how have you tried to approach it have you I don't know how We've are you thinking about approaching less, it? We've done less than a retain, just up the fee. Like, up the fee, but look, here's the last people we placed in the 12 months. They're all still here. Mm. We're happy to double our rebate terms because we know they're going to stay here. Nice. So I think it would ju- retain business, I think, would be a very difficult education piece. I think, all right, we'll let us 
mm. significantly up Because like, how do you position it? So what is a client paying for? Your time, essentially, right? Time consultancy, but we're kind of trying, and we're in the process of doing it now, of, for this fee, this is what you get throughout the year. This is how often so we're really, really telling them what they get. Yeah, and let's be honest, some Cause people... Because a, a lot of people... Yeah, no, because a lot of people... That was, that was a huge part of the education piece, even just as a con- contingency recruit, was like... Um, yeah, well, well, why can't you just reduce your fees? Well, let me tell you what you're actually paying for. Because yeah. we get we don't get paid for all the fucking hard work. <laughs> it's just that, and that's why obviously the retain model like, just makes so much sense and yeah. all that because that it is the education piece. It's like, well, hang on, Mr. Client, if the retain, so it's a benefit. What I understand anyway, I, I've never done it, but it's like, well, you're actually going to get a dedicated person who's going to make the time, da da da, as opposed to if you're putting out mm. to three, four people. How many other people are they working with? How many other jobs have they got to make? Are you paying? Are you paying a competitive fee, or have you pulled their pants down? So why are they going to spend? They're going to spend less time on your job and yeah, all that. Yeah, I think to be f- for the retainer stuff, it's just big, big fees, and we're kind of anyone between their first job to their fifth, sixth job. So I just don't think we'd probably be in line for that. But mm. yeah, no, it'd be it's nice. good though. Again, mate, I think <laughs> again, though, mate, I think it's. Um, the fact that you're open to it, you, again, you're thinking of different things. That that That's the mindset I think mm. agencies and, and recruiters need to have these days, right? Otherwise, if we look back, if we fast forward three years, it's just three years, like, I think if you're behind the curve, then you got, you're going to have a fucking mountain to climb, right? Yeah, not 100%. And I think that's the cool fact that I'm a geek. I like thinking about all these ways that we can position yeah, yeah. ourselves differently, and it's exciting even... Now I'll go to some of our key clients with these new ideas. They'll be like, shut up, right, just send me CVs. <laughs> like, all right, I'll, I'll do what I'm told. So it, don't, it doesn't but, always go down well. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. no, just for two or three, actually, it's nice to be able to go, actually, that really worked for me. Yeah, and then yeah, you can yeah. go back to the story. But cool. definitely, I think it's in for a massive shake-up for the yeah, next nice, two, mate. three years. It's exciting. It's exciting. Um, what, um, I'm just thinking of um, what um, I'd be interested in to, to ask it. So obviously, being in the game for a while, what, what would you say has been like the... You've made like a change. I know you mentioned about the video thing. Yeah. Maybe besides that, I know you've already shared that. But in the last, let's say, twelve months, what has been something that you've changed in terms of like how you've approached it, or whatever, that has had the biggest return? I guess because I know you've already shared the video, but yeah. what sort of habit have you changed? Or I don't know. Is there anything to spring to mind? Discipline, like <laughs> you, you can. Quite, I've just looked at LinkedIn for an hour. <laughs> it, it's so literally you got to yeah, be even, yeah, yeah. even as one of the senior guys. You got to be. I've been elect, like at the end of the day, what have I really done? Or I, yeah, you know, setting a timer because I need to do an hour on this and yeah. From an admin point of view, I'm scatty as hell, so yeah. making sure data's up to date with GDPR and stuff like that. It's, it's a discipline. Growing up, it's horrible, <laughs> but that, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, like, I think that I think that's solid. I think um, yeah, there comes a point. Where it's like fuck, right? I need to <laughs> fucking just make time to do this. Da, 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 well, if otherwise. you think like seven years if I was sensible and kept all the data, I'd have oh, been a king by now. And yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Knob, but so in the last twelve months, you really up your discipline. Like how? So probably what, <laughs> how? So how have you done that then? What have you said? Like have you blocked out times to do admin or what have you done? You know, it's just a whole. I'll write on the pad and do it later. That just. Put just change the, that. Yeah, put it in the database straight away and stuff yeah. like that. Leo will permanently, like, look, he'll be here in this game, you ain't done nothing. But <laughs> you know, it's something that I know I need to work out. Even, at, yeah, yeah, even yeah. when you're, like, you're hiring people and managing, you've got to teach, mm. well, these are my bad habits, not yeah, to have. Yeah, yeah, I like that. That's cool. Okay. So have you, do you manage anyone? Have you got a little... Yeah, yeah. How got, many people? Uh, one at the moment. Okay, so. wicked. So have you, has that been the first person or have you had a few people since you've been there? Or Had a few people. I was probably... Education curve, you can't just be an amazing recruiter to be a good manager. You actually need to learn oh, yeah. how. How have to... you found that then? Because I know, <laughs> I see, yeah, yeah. So, how have you found balancing that? Because I, I know this is a huge topic. Like a recruiter, sometimes just like, fuck, where do I go? Do I want to be a manager or not? So, did you, did you want to be a manager? Yeah, okay. no, I just had to grow up. You, you know, you nice. had to realise actually you need to prioritise more time to them, and you need to manage them in a different way that you might like to be managed. Did you still have to build? Have you always built? Yeah, yeah. It was always kind of 
we so job heavy with feed it out and their account manager and then it was kind of a combination side of things okay but so you help them out get give them some stuff on the plate yeah help them with that stuff yeah teach them the process work really closely mm. with them and it worked we had some really good people come they just naturally left i didn't want to do recruitment anymore yeah so i cheated i hired my best mate tom who i've known since oh, I was really? 10 and it's nice you know all each other's bad habits and actually it's nice to want to be able to be honest with each other yeah and it's good because he'll tell me right don't talk to me like that and that, yeah, you know, yeah it, nice. it's a what good way to learn how to manage because yeah, yeah, we're yeah. very honest with each other yeah um, that's good but yeah, no, I definitely, I definitely want to go down the management route and really? stuff like that. Yeah, it's just the next part of your development. What, really. what have you learned over those? So, how long have you been a manager for? Would you say two years? What have you learned? What would you say in those last two years? Like, if you were to speak to yourself a year ago and give yourself some sort of advice, so you avoided the Ooh. many failures you had this yeah. year. Like, what? What would you say? Just don't assume they know what you said. It's kind of slow it down and oh, really let okay. them digest it, and also always kind of make time. For them, you know, it's nice. always weird, especially when you're a billion manager. You're like, oh, cool, just let me hoover this up, and before you know, yeah. you know, you need to always make yourself. So free. don't. I like that. That's probably solid. <laughs> like, it's so it's so easy though, isn't it, to like say something and then assume they really got what you <laughs> meant. I get that. I even, you even have that just internally speaking. Like, yeah. if you're giving someone some feedback, I've, I've had it here where it's like, um, do you think you could have done that better? Or you explain them, you tell them something, and they're like, yeah, yeah. But then you just assume they definitely get it. But yeah, let's be up. Probably biggest challenge for our agency. He's got me and Leo. Leo's been in the game fifteen years. Yeah. I've been at seven. Anyone new? There's a big kind oh, of difference. Yeah. So just really slowing it down, and mm. yeah, kind of just making sure they get it. But you yeah. know, giving them as well. The kind of big thing was let them cock up. Let nice. Them, especially when it's your clients. Are like mm. let them fail quick, right? <laughs> yeah, just fall off the bike. See how you get yeah, on. Yeah, <laughs> if you yeah, go yeah. again, and that's something kind of this time around with Tom because I trust him as well. Yeah, that's let nice. him make loads of mistakes. Nothing, you know, you're not going to kill. How anyone. how 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 can how can a manager go about making sure that sort of they're giving their their team or their their guys enough time? Like just tr- ask him. Here's yeah. the task. Are you comfortable doing it? Do you need anything else from me? Give it a go. Yeah. So like, I think that, I think that ties in with Don Assume, right? It's like just be honest to the point and just say, look, is there anything at all I can do better? Like yeah. ask for feedback, right? Yeah, Tom will just be like, right, mate, slow it down, come back. Like and yeah. we'll be so honest, or he'll be like, nah, bro, I can do it. And yeah. just that partnership, I think it's a lot easier where there's one person as well. If you scale mm. it to ten, it'd be chaos. So that's why we're being quite cautious about our growth plans because it's all about that service, it's all about coaching and how to, how you scale that is probably the biggest challenge of our business model. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's interesting. Cool. So talk to me about um, in the last seven years. Then, if we start with uh, the the down the down point, I always ask people this. So what 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 has been the sort of the lowest low that you've experienced as a recruiter? And then we'll, uh, you can Ooh. tell me the the highest high. Yeah, it's just weird, isn't it? You can be smashing it, and all of a sudden. <gasps> Just stops. <laughs> <laughs> you could do everything right. And I think oh, at mate, one stage, tell me about it. I had so many offers that were great offers, and like within a day, I think I had six counter. Oh. And I like stuff like that. But look, you just got to be mature enough to go. It's going to happen. And then yeah. actually, if you look at the year, it's been a good year, and we've got a little thing in our. My, me and Tom, we've got the walk of vents. We'll go from our office from Liverpool Street round Spitfields and then back again. Love right? that, and it helps. What fucking great <laughs> advice, mate! Yeah, so like, mate, hundred percent. So if you're if you're if you've literally had a fucking terrible today, you've had yeah. six counter offers. Go for a walk. We just give the little <laughs> heads up. Walk. Yeah, I need to go, mate. Yeah, Love no. You, you know, you, you know what, mate? I think that's sort of advice, especially when. If you're listening to this and you're in a sort of smaller team or whatever, don't underestimate sort of the impact it has on your te- on your on your on your the members of your team. If you're in a shit mood, oh, I like mate, as well. oh <laughs> mate. So like, honestly, I, I've had that before, and like everyone handles bad things differently, right? Yeah. But it's unfair to fucking. The thing is, even if you're not saying anything, yeah. you can just tell. You can tell your colleague is sitting there f- thinking, 
fucking bastard that can that has let me down or whatever and if it does affect the room you can yeah. feel it so i think that's great advice mate if you've if you're having a bad day and we all you'll do go go for a walk or get out of the office and breathe it out. It's so weird as well because it's such a small office. We yeah. know each other and you can say, oh, I'm fine. You can tell, yeah, <laughs> but it's, it's not. It's like, come on, look. Because it, it, it does affect the team. Yeah. It does. Basically, so I like that. Just getting more experience. Like, let's be honest, one deal is not going to ruin your year. Yeah. One bad month isn't going to ruin your year. There you go, life. mate. You, it's, it's, it's about, look, exactly that. It's about taking a step back and going, yeah. let's look at the bigger picture here. How many good things happened this year? Probably, probably less than bad things. But um, <laughs> yeah, like, I, th- I think that, that's solid advice again, mate. And I think... For me, what really helped with me, I've only spoken to about briefly, like, um, I'm someone who meditates and I'm big into the mindfulness and stuff like that. that yesterday. Yeah, <laughs> you started that, love yeah. that. So that, that'll definitely help because it just equips you with the tools to be able to take a step back. Um, but I like what you said at the beginning of this and it's about being accountable. Don't, like, don't f- get into the habit of, oh yeah, it was a candidate's fault mm. or whatever, like, take full responsibility because that will one allow you to grow that will allow you to get better and also like just take it on your shoulders and that that for me is the best way to deal with it yeah. so just ask yourself instead of going fuck say that can it's let mm. me down they weren't honest to me whatever again it comes down to asking yourself good quality questions and going what could i've done better to, what could i've done differently to prevent that or prevent mm. that kind of offer do, do you know what I mean as opposed to just going straight away fucking bastard yeah and to be fair you look back and go actually I should have asked that question there back you go. then and vice versa you get a bit older and realise actually clients have had this for years it's not yeah. you're not going nuts and with this exactly. first time and being honest and going this is what happened and I like that Switzerland. so no I think that's <laughs> I think that's class man Te- like when you do have those dreadful days <laughs> Take a step back, go for a walk, and and take full responsibility, and and you see it as an opportunity to learn. Don't mm. see it as not like just don't, yeah. And again, just don't dwell on it, and and just just view the full negative yeah. of it, right? And get into luxury where your clients are your friends as well, and they there appreciate. It. They want you to make money. They yeah. you want them for their jobs. They exactly. want to, you know. So that kind of helps. Talk to me about high then, mate. What's uh, tell me about your your best. Come on, I'm sure fair, there's a few gone. Yeah, no, literally there's been some flyers and stuff like that, being able to buy your own place, going. Nice. It's not so that changed for you, right? Did you, what, how did, how quick did that happen for you? Oh, wait, Leo, once again, just was like, mate, hurry up and buy a place. You can't yeah. just be living with me. Incredible. Mom. It yeah. seems like this guy's been quite a good mental Sensible, for you. sensible head on, yeah. on my silly shoulders. But yeah, no, it's just always high as, you know, you have months and you think, I didn't even think you could earn that amount of money yeah, yeah, or... Yeah. Deal with loads of client quality clients, or even nice when you're on the holiday and you holiday and you got deals falling oh, in. Oh, like, mate, nothing better than that. <laughs> this nothing is a better cool than job. that. So, yeah, it's just been consistent. There's never been any mad lows or any mad highs. Yeah, it's yeah, always yeah. just been. Look, even if I've, I'm quite negative. Even if I have an amazing month, I know the next month might be a nightmare. Better, so yeah, 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 it's been sensible. Cool, mate. I like that. Um, so just before we wrap up, then um, something I wanted to to ask you. I guess if you manage a few people and stuff like that, what what do you think, what what skills do you think are really important for a recruiter to have or like to um, get better at or whatever from what you've seen yeah. people come through the door? What, what brings to mind? That's kind of been a weird thing because we flipped it. I used to be, if you asked me seven years ago, tenacious, not afraid yeah, to get on the yeah, phone, yeah. resilient. Now it's more, I want a clever marketer. I want somebody okay. who's really savvy about building their own personal brand. Nice. Great listening skills, really, you know, service driven. And then us from an agency, can you actually coach? Like I work from in the media industry. I recruit in media, I can tell people how you should sell that product. So nice. the kind of future people that I want to recruit have come from the industry have actually sold these solutions nice. and want to be on the other side because yeah. I did IT for a bit and you tell me how to make a Java developer better, I have no bloody idea. Yeah. You ask me how to make a better salesperson, I'd be able to coach them throughout yeah. that process. Yeah, yeah, so like that. just being able to add more value on that aspect. Um, 
just have bloody fun with it as well. Let's yeah. be honest, people will need to want to work with you. If not, they can go elsewhere. Yeah, yeah, If yeah. you're not fun, if you're not memorable, if you're not honest, they'll just go elsewhere. Yeah, I like that, mate. Um, so talk to me about what, what's going on in your world, then. What are you excited about? So you've mentioned your agency a few times, so you're managing one person at the moment. Yeah. What's going on? So is business going well, like in terms of, as you said, very job heavy? Yeah, it's weird. You know, look, you can have an amazing month, you can have a bad month. Yeah. Can, it's weird. We're a small agency. Like, so how many of you are there? Four at the moment. Okay. So we've got... That's intense. Yeah, it's nice because we all know what we're doing and yeah, look, like to be that. perfectly honest that's probably the biggest challenge we know we want to scale it but bringing in the right type of people to a family and yeah, stuff like that we're, yeah. we're cautious that fifth fire is always, will always be hard on it and the sixth fire seventh fire yeah it's weird you can get some weird someone just leave he was awesome he's doing a good job he yeah. was ticking along and he was like mate this isn't for me I'm going at home thinking of work I've never done that before he goes I want out and went back really? into it really yeah so you know you can't assume that this job is for mm. everyone even if you can make money from it I know loads of people who did really well and go, sod that, I was depressed the whole time. <laughs> so, you know, yeah. it's about that scaling. And the cool thing is just trying all these different things as well. While it's four, we want to really test the waters of actually yeah. how do L&D want to recruit for the next two, three years and yeah, like how that. can we bring people around that model rather yeah. than learning on the job and changing job titles yeah. and job specs and stuff like that. What like. So what areas are you looking to grow? Your, your team, you'd, you'd be more than open to the right person. Yeah, like, so that's the marketing world. Yeah. Both of us. Right. And sales and marketing, you guys do. Yeah, so we specialise in sales within like the media and creative field. Okay, we cool. do a lot within prop tech, fintech and stuff like yeah. that. Leo's team is always looking to grow. It's just yeah. about that right person and mm. who wants to work in recruitment, who wants to do it our way. It's, it's picky as hell. It's so <laughs> hard. Like You find all these no, let's be honest, if you send four CVs to a client and they don't hire, they're like, so fussy. When it's you, you meet 100 people <laughs> and you don't want to hire them. It's yeah. so difficult and weird. You know, we don't get an influx of people. We meet loads of good salespeople. Like, are you interested in recruitment? Hell no. And, really? you know, it's weird. No one really wants That's to the rec- perception of it, though. I, I really, that's what I mean. I mean, a big part of this is actually like, sharing what the positives and also the negatives because i think that i think there yeah there's some people who just don't want to get into recruitment but there's some people who have a perception of it which isn't quite correct yeah people come into our we've got a super cool office they meet us mm. me and tom will be sitting giggling on the sofa having yeah. a chat with them they'll be in a couple of hours and he's like actually i want to recruit you know work yeah, for you guys yeah, yeah, but yeah. then they just think it's a big dos it's a real blend of yeah, yeah, yeah. being casual but also working very yeah, it's hard that accountability isn't it yeah it's weird that's interesting okay cool so um Look, a question I ask everyone, mm-hmm. I'll ask you before uh, we finish. So basically, if you was able to communicate to every single recruiter out there, they'd listen, they'd take on your advice, it can be a sentence, it can be one word, what what would you say? Ooh, <laughs> try to be different. Yeah? Yeah, try to, it sounds boring, but try to do things differently. If such a competitive landscape, if you're doing the same as everyone else, you're probably going to earn the same as them, you're probably going to have the same reputation yeah, in the market. Yeah, yeah. I'd rather earn a little bit less but do things my way and enjoy it. Yeah, I love it, mate. Well, look, <laughs> Ryan, absolute pleasure, mate. Thanks for coming on and um, no doubt we'll meet again. Legend. Good yeah. man. <laughs>